and welcome back to the Pavilion Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Barton. You are listening to Is This a Good Time, the show where I put Pavilion members on the hot seat for 15 minutes and we hear their incredible stories. We release shows Tuesday and Thursdays, so if please hit subscribe so you do not miss hearing from our experts. Our guest today is Sarah E. Brown. She's the VP of Marketing at Intricately, and we talk about her love for early stage marketing and the journey of early stage marketing. It's a crazy one. This episode was brought to you by Drift. More than 50,000 businesses use Drift to grow revenue and increase customer lifetime value faster. Drift helps their customers align sales and marketing on a single platform to deliver a unified customer experience where people are free to have a conversation with businesses at any time on their terms. Learn more at drift.com. All right, let's do this. Episode 43. Is this a good time? All right, so happy to be here. Uh, We have Sarah E. Brown. She's the VP of Marketing at Intricately. Uh, Sarah, great to have you on the show. Brandon, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, as we do on uh, on the, this podcast, it's all meat, no filler. Jump right in. So tell us about how you got to this role. Uh, tell us about the role you have, but also kind of the, the, the path you took to get here. Sure. So I spent my career in B2B SaaS, and I think for all of us who get to live and play in this ecosystem, we wouldn't get anywhere in our careers without building extraordinary relationships. So I've been thrilled to work with some of the best technologies in the in the business and meeting wonderful people, which has led to new opportunities and has landed me here today. And I would say, you know, just a brief background on intricately for folks who are tuning in and, and learning about us. We're the leading cloud product adoption, usage, and spend insights platform for cloud companies. So we help cloud revenue leaders grow their revenue through using data to power their account-based programs. So hopefully folks who are listening to this who are thinking about data, thinking about uh, increasing their revenue, hopefully this conversation can sort of spin those wheels to help you think about your own programs. Love it. But talk about earlier in your career, because you have, I mean, you have quite a number of roles in, in some really cool companies, Service Rocket. You were doing your own consulting for, uh, I guess, a while, maybe at the same time as all these other roles? Sure. So I mentor at Techstars, which is an early stage accelerator where they help companies uh, scale. And my sweet spot, I've always loved helping either self-funded or or seed round, series A round companies mature. And I think that incredible moment of just growth when you sort of look around and and suddenly you're 50 people or 100 people and you've, you know, reached that 10 million ARR milestone as a marketer. I love going from zero to 10 or from one to 10. And I've had the privilege of doing both in-house and consulting work with B2B SaaS companies at that stage and helping them get through acquisition. I've experienced five acquisitions now on different sides of of the business, whether as a consultant or in-house. In 2015, three of my consulting clients were rapidly acquired. And then I joined one of them and stayed for over four years, which is Service Rocket. So I love just the journeys in this ecosystem, the relationships. And as I alluded to, all of the great experiences in my career have been because of extraordinary relationships. So I feel very privileged to, yeah, to have had that path. Rad. Now tell us, what's the playbook for for zero to 10? I mean, give it, give, give us the cliff notes. Come on, let's stay here for a minute. Sure. So I wish I had a notebook that I could pass out and hand to everyone on how to get through to acquisition. Um, you know, it's interesting. It really depends on your business model, right? So just picking on, I would say Service Rockets acquisition is interesting, is a learning management system for B2B SaaS companies. And why I think 
their acquisition was uh, Learn Dot's acquisition by Service Rocket was so it made so much sense and why as a marketer, it was so fun to be part of that journey before and after the acquisition. I actually wrote about this in my first book on how to navigate an acquisition successfully, particularly as a, as a startup employee. But what was so cool about that was LearnDot had really built out this category of customer education as customer success. And going back to 2012, 2013, Salesforce really coined customer success, Gainsight, as a category leader started emerging and really building in that time. So we really fit in at a really exciting point. And then I think the best work we did was post-acquisition. I, I loved pre-acquisition, but it's really kudos to the Service Rocket team for how they brought LearnDot on board as part of their suite of solutions and, and created that whole product. So thrilled to, to have been a part of that. And every acquisition is a different story. And in terms of playbooks, because you, you did want tactics, for folks who are listening, I think just really understand the metrics that lead to business growth in your business and don't listen to folks like me who give you a 20 second pitch and tell you that's how you should do it. You should really understand your own business <laughs> metrics. That's my best advice. Well, what about this advice? I mean, um, it sounds like hiring somebody who can potentially consult that has a ton more experience than you might be able to afford at that stage is a good use of time. I mean, what was it? Five to 10 hours a week that you might even max, maybe even spend with some of these companies or, you know, it wasn't so much about hourly. And I think this is something for, I know a lot of marketers become consultants. In fact, if you Google CMOs or VPs of marketing, almost each of them have their own cool branded company. And sometimes it's their name. Sometimes it's a cool LLC. But what's interesting is I think you get this really interesting experience that, as you mentioned, is really hard for early stage startups to afford. And frankly, I give it away for free at Techstars. It's part of being a, a mentor as you meet with early stage companies who are, you know, just getting the scale right. And, and so they couldn't afford a VP of marketing, a CMO, but they can, they can have mentorship. So I, I think, you know, as a trusted advisor to the business, a consultant can provide a lot of value. What you don't want, and this is something I, I tell my portfolio companies I've I've mentored is what you don't want is to overinvest in marketing too early and you don't want to overinvest in a lot of strategy that that doesn't just bring you deals right like early stage it's about product market fits about growing your revenue you can spend as much money as you'd like on marketing and as we all know um there's a time for that but yeah yeah very cool very cool well I always think that that both hard work and luck are things that contribute to getting you where you are. You've already talked a little bit about the ways that you've been fortunate. Is there anything specific, a specific story that you might add about either one of those that that got you to, to intricately? I mean, I am really curious, how did you get picked to become a mentor at, at Techstars? I mean, who, how did that story come about? How did I get picked? I'm part of the Boulder uh, startup ecosystem, and I run an LGBTQ tech meetup in Boulder called Flatirons Tech. And we've been around since 2014, and uh, I established it with a venture capital firm called Foundry Group and a particular VC named Brad Feld, who's been very supportive to the LGBTQ tech community. And I will credit Brad Feld and Techstars for this give first mentality. I think it aligns with revenue collectives. I think you call it give to get. Is that right? Something like that. But I think this idea of, yeah, yeah this idea of giving in order to provide value and not expecting anything in return, that powers the ecosystem. So Brad Feld, to his credit, really uh, helped us get this meetup group started, connecting with local companies, you know, Splunk, SendGrid, which later became part of Twilio, Workday, there are many, many companies in Boulder that have presence here that that wanted to do more for, for the LGBT. 
tech community. So as I started working with those companies, working with tech stars, with the meetup group, it just was a natural fit to ha- become a mentor. And, and now I mentor two of the tech stars accelerators, sustainability and workforce development. But yeah, really, honestly, the privilege is mine. I feel grateful to get to be part of the tech stars ecosystem. Love it. I don't know if this is, I hope this episode will go up in June, maybe not, but um, we are also recording this in, in Pride Month. So, so shouts to that. That's very cool. All right. Well, look, um, you know, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. So I was wishing, I was wishing everyone happy Pride, whether it's June or July or whenever month. Um, (laughs) Yes. Wanted to affirm that you'd mentioned. I feel like this is going to be a summer to remember across all communities especially I think Pride Month is going to be Pride Summer this summer. How about that? So give us some, you know, give us a a sales or marketing tactic that we might be able to to use in kind of our daily uh, dealings, uh, you know, daily jobs. I would say customer marketing. I have such a love for the customer success world. So my, my tip is going to be tied to that, which is put your customers at the heart of all of your marketing. They speak so much better about you, your products, your services than you ever could as a marketer. And they want to talk to your prospects, put your prospects in a position to talk to them, to hear from them, to read their case studies, to receive account-based programs that include messaging that ties to the prospect from the customer. These are things that I think are, it blows my mind that we don't do more of that in our industry. It is, it is by far my best tactic, but it's not really a hack. It takes work. So I wish I could snap my fingers and have everyone do that, but. (laughs) I love it. Good, good one. Um, Okay. So along with that, give some shout outs of people that you follow their content. Um, You obviously give some shout outs of some names from Brad to, to others uh, in the Boulder community, but people that you follow and then any up and comers that you want to um, highlight. Oh, that's such a great question. And I I love it because I'm such a community person. I really believe in the strength of community. I will give a shout out to the Intricately Marketing team who just released our annual list of 75 cloud revenue influencers, influencers to follow. So I would say go check out that list. There's phenomenal folks on there, many of whom are leaders in Revenue Collective. No surprise there. I'll give a shout out to Intricately co-founders, Fima Lashinsky, our CTO, and Michael Pollack, our CEO. Brilliant, fantastic co-founders who inspire me. And I think our Fema in particular, I want to double click on having such an incredible background, not only as an engineer and as someone who understands the plumbing of the cloud, which is I think you really understand the cloud when you can explain it to everyone at the company and they they learn more and understand. So FEMA really saw the problems that Intricately in particular faces firsthand when he was an engineer at Akamai. And then Michael Pollack, our CEO, sold the company to Marketo, serial founder, and has been, I'd say, a leader in the marketing space and has a really deep understanding of quality over quantity. And as a marketer, I will say, My advice to anyone listening to this who's a marketer, find a CEO who really gets marketing, who understands quality over quantity. Obviously, we want to increase both over time, but someone who gets disqualification as the most important thing that marketing can do to really accelerate deals and bring in quality pipeline for sales to close. Ooh, good. I, I like that. As a closer in my past lives, uh, I only want quality. I don't want the I don't want the BS coming to me. So great. All right. So, uh, any key positions that you're hiring for? Yes, we are hiring for an account based marketer who will lead our ABM program, and we are also hiring a BDR. So, if you know any folks who would like to come talk to us, interested in selling the world's leading solution for 
cloud revenue leaders who need to use data to increase their revenue, come chat with us. Love it. And then last but not least, this is most important to me, of course. Uh, and I know that there's some really great food in Boulder. So I'm, I'm curious what you're going to shout. Give me a restaurant <laughs> to do that. Leaf, that's so easy. Uh, vegetarian restaurant in Boulder, right on Pearl Street downtown. I believe they do outdoor dining, depending on when folks are listening to this, if that's a priority. Yeah, come on down. We'll, we'll have kale chips. It'll be great. <laughs> great. Love it. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. It's such a pleasure to have you on and uh, really looking forward to staying in touch and seeing how, you know, learning from you, frankly. It, it seems like that's what people do when they, when they get into your orbit. Oh, likewise, uh, Brandon. Thank you. Such a pleasure. All right, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the show, rate and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify apps, send it to some friends. Make sure to smash the subscribe button, do all the stuff. A reminder, this episode was brought to you by Drift, a new way businesses buy from businesses. You can learn more and get the conversation started at drift.com. I had fun. I hope you did too. Go crush your numbers. Bye.